podcast contains mature content. The views and opinions expressed by the co-host are not necessarily those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, the warden Matt Ritter. I'm here with my co-host, Sir Cusselot Travis Pointer. What's happening? This is Smackin' Raw, episode 66. Um, the truth is, my name is Joe, and I've been living with leukemia for 11 years. That is the soundbite that we got on Monday Night Raw, as Roman Reigns informed us that he will be stepping away from the squared circle to battle leukemia um, and relinquish his WWE Universal Championship. I'm not going to come on here and pretend that I have been a Roman Reigns supporter. As a matter of fact, I have been a retractor of the character of Roman Reigns. But I think I can speak for myself as well as everyone that's been involved with the Smack and Raw podcast and saying that we support the man behind the character. Joe, our thoughts and prayers are with you and your family. Please get better. Uh, you got anything you want to add to that, Travis? Definitely. Even though we have our issues with the creative side of things, the writing of the character of Roman Reigns whether or not we believe his push should have happened or not happened, that doesn't change the fact that we still support the man. Um, Roman Reigns, Joe, beat this. You will beat this. I need you to beat this. We all need you to beat this. We all want you back so we can boo you again. Come on back, man. All right, well, with that, uh, we got a lot to cover today. We have Raw and SmackDown. We have uh, two matches leading into Evolution, two historic women's matches that me and Travis sat down and watched. We're going to discuss as well as the predictions for Evolution, um, which I sent Travis, but I don't know if he got that email or opened it yet or not. So there are a couple matches I'm sure you're not even going to know what to vote for, so we'll see how that say, goes. I saw the email come through while I was recording something else, so it was, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into news and rumors. Uh, Chelsea Green, also known as Laurel Van Ness or the Hot Mess in Impact, also known as Reclusa in this season of Lucha Underground, who was featured on WWE TV in the last season of Tough Enough as a replacement for a competitor who dropped out and was also the woman that Daniel Bryan supposedly slept with during that feud between Brie and Stephanie. She, they brought her out on TV. I'm assuming you don't remember this. It was a whole copy of like the AJ thing that they did in TNA. Found out it didn't really happen. Yeah, I remember. I remember. She has now been signed to a, a uh, contract with the Performance Center uh, so she should be coming to NXT. She was also featured at All In um, in that Fatal 4-Way wins match that they had. So she's been really putting in work on the independent scene to get where she's at. She's also the uh, girlfriend of Zack Ryder, so she does make cre- questionable choices. But uh, all in all, she's been fucking putting the work in. So it's good to see that she got that contract, and I'm looking forward to seeing her either on NXT or WWE very, very soon. Cool. Uh, supposedly SmackDown officials said they were investigating the attack that Becky Lynch perpetrated on Charlotte. We'll talk more about that later. Um, Crown Jewel. We still don't know where it's going to be. Uh, again, Michael LaShawn Willis, who has been doing a great job reporting for us and keeping us updated on this situation, as yeah, go ahead. Can I express my disappointment in the fact that DX has yet to mention their own crown jewels? You can express that. I'm very disappointed in you, DX, for not mentioning your own crown jewels. Go ahead. Uh, Mike has been keeping us up to date. Uh, there's a rumor that they may be looking at a venue in New York, but no word yet as to what's really actually going to happen. 
we're a little more than a week away from the fucking when the pay-per-view is supposed to happen. So who knows what's going on? Also, Hulk Hogan has been tweeting out, alluding to the fact that he will be at Crown Jewel. If it happens in Saudi Arabia, that makes sense. They love him over there. Yay. You guys can't see me now if you're not watching this version. Listen, but, uh, listen sir. I'm I sarcastically you, shaking my hands. I need you to look past your Hogan hate right now. All right. If I can look past the Hogan hate, you can look past the Hogan hate. All right, sir. All right. It's okay. I don't hate him for the same reasons you hate him. This is true. This is true. Uh, I don't even think I necessarily hate him. I just don't like him. I don't really hate him either. It's just I'm not a fan. There's a very short list of people who I actually give the energy towards hating. I agree with that. I'm too lazy. Last but not least, for all of you who have WWE 2K19 on the Xbox, the Smackin' It Raw downloadable content is available. There are five wrestlers right now, uh, an arena, a show, the Smackin' Raw heavyweight title, the Smackin' Raw women's championship, the Smackin' Raw uh, Hell's Gate championship, as well as the Smackin' Raw tag team titles. Uh, go check it out. All you have to do when you search is type in, in under hashtag SRW. Everything I have uploaded shall be there. Also check back because I've been tweaking and re-uploading stuff. So if you actually have downloaded something and it's been a few days or whatever, check to see. I may have uh, made some changes or re-uploaded some stuff. I switched around some finishers, some uh, entrance to tires and things like that. So please go check that out. I appreciate all the downloads we can get. The more you guys download, the more content I can put up without having to take anything down. Yeah, so. Let me just tell you, Matt's pretty good at this creative stuff. So let him do what he does. Support it. Check it out. Also, if you have Fire Pro Wrestling, I may or may not do the same thing over there. Spoiler, I probably won't. But, um, you know. He's busy. Yeah, yeah. Red Dead comes out next week, man. He's, well, tomorrow. So, I'm occupied. <laughs> and there may be some WWE 2K19 content coming your way. Maybe not. You're going to have to go download our shit and find out. We'll have see. to wait and see. All right, let's roll into Raw. Um we had the Roman Reigns thing, which we're not going to cover again. Uh, then we had Finn Balor take on, I don't think I wrote, Braun Strowman, right? I put down Bobby Roode, but I'm pretty sure it was Finn Balor, Braun Strowman. Who did Braun Strowman face? Was it was it, was it it Finn Balor? I believe it was. Or no, it was Finn Balor, Bobby Lashley. That's why I have Bobby Roode down. I did see that match. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't remember seeing him. Oh, that's because he was facing a black guy. I didn't see him face a big white dude. Got you. Got you. It was dark in the arena. I missed him. You know, it is what it is. Racist Uh, bastard. Leo Rush was out there doing the Leo Rush shit. Finn Balor won the match. Surprisingly, I really thought. I'm sorry. What was that, Travis? You're not coming in. Oh, no. I just said fucking white people. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, so Finn Balor beat Bobby Roode. Uh, or Bobby Lashley, I'm sorry. Bobby Lashley, get his name right, you fucker. I'm reading it right here. Respect Bobby Lashley, all right? Finn Balor beat Bob. Bobby Lashley will fuck you up, dude. I will call him myself. Next up, we had uh, Dolphin Drew chatting backstage. Wait a minute, let's let's talk about this for a second, because I want this to work. I really, he was want, on TV. I really want it. It was. It was on Hulu also. 
Yeah, I know. And it, well, that's what I meant. It was on Hulu and he's a heel. So we're like 75% there. I really want this to work. I really do. I just need Leo to get it together. Because there's some times when I'm just like, dude, dude, no, no. Come on, man. Yeah, I'm not feeling Leo. Now, I, I'm feeling him, but at certain times he does stuff. And I'm just like, I see what you're going for. That just didn't work. Don't do that no more. His his voice hurts my ears when he talks. That's not the problem. I think the problem is that laugh he does, and I need him to stop doing that. If he stops doing that, I think he'll be fine. All right, we got to keep rolling, Travis. Like I said, uh, do we, we really have to keep rolling? Bags. Because I got I got more to say about this. If you want to go over, you're the producer. We can do however. I you want. really don't have more to say about it. I was just fucking with you. Keep going. Okay. Dolph and Drew were backstage having to chat. We found out that Drew is not afraid of Braun Strowman. He may be the only person on the roster not afraid of Braun Strowman, and he went monster hunting. Um, we had the DX response from the Brothers of Destruction, which Travis already kind of talked about his disappointment in the fact that their Crown Jewels, Family Jewels, weren't mentioned leading up to their match at Crown Jewel. Uh, Triple H does mention uh, the new Halloween movie, which I went and saw and really enjoyed, and I enjoyed that reference because it is my favorite horror movie franchise as a big fan. This is my favorite time of year. Uh, so, yeah, that was cool. Um, then we get the Undertaker's music um, and another Titantron promo from a graveyard, which was really cool. Can we please, WWE, can we please let this be a Buried Alive tag team match? Because you keep saying things like Buried Alive and showing me graves with people filling fucking graves with dirt. I just want a Buried Alive match. You're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. it. You're not going to get it. They don't love you. They're not going to give it to Please you. It's give me not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Here's the thing. The Undertaker is going to retire, and the Buried Alive match is going to go away with him because there's nobody else to do it. Bray Wyatt's coming back. He's got a whole new character. We can Bray Wyatt, Buried Alive match. He's got a whole new character. Like He only got, he only got one leg, so what, what's he going to do? <laughs> Supposedly, he's coming back with a, new char- or a new-ish character. So... What was his injury? I just said he had one leg, just assuming it was a leg injury. What, what what happened to him? I don't remember. I don't remember what happened to him, but I do know that with his injury and then Matt Hardy retiring, they're they're giving him some time to figure out how he's going to come back, and hopefully he comes back better than ever. Okay. Everyone's leg's injured, so we'll go with leg injury. Yeah, you yeah. Know, he, Joe, Kevin Owens. yeah, it was a leg injury. Yeah, he's on one leg, like I said. Yeah, that's what I'm um, then we had Paul Heyman come out, who gave us a very rousing and emotional speech, putting over uh, uh, his relationship with Roman Reigns and his respect for Roman Reigns. Listen, um, there is no reason why Paul Heyman should be that fucking good. Like, how did he manage to show respect and reverence for the departing, future returning Roman Reigns? But still put Brock over the way that he only he can put Brock over. It's just like, dude, Paul, it's not fair. It's really not fair. The fact that you exist makes it really hard for people like Leo Rush. Yes, it does. <laughs> uh, the reason he was out there putting Brock over is because we were informed that it will be Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman at Crown Jewel for the vacated Universal title in a one-on-one match. Uh, Paul Heyman let us know uh, let me tell you something no matter how much he hypes up Brock Lesnar I want Braun Strowman to win this match I'm with you Uh, Braun comes out and he puts Brock and Paul on notice then catches a Claymore kick from Drew and it almost seems like maybe now with Roman Reigns departing they're going to 
turn Braun Strowman to face again. Yep. That's what it looks like to me. They turned him face with a kick. One kick, turned him back baby face again, and that's what they're doing. Well, that and the promo leading up to it about how he's going to be on every Monday Night Raw with that championship, blah, blah, blah. And how he said, you know, when Roman Reigns get back, he's first in line, but before that, Brock's going to get these hands. And it's just like, yes, yes, Braun. That is you. That is what we want. We will cheer for you as long as you're giving people these hands. Welcome back, Braun Strowman. Exactly. Uh, did you see? The, did you see the women's championship contract signing between Ronda and Nikki? I did, and I was disappointed right. that they didn't fight. Well, yeah, I, I figured you would. I just wanted to double check. Uh, Ronda and Nikki had their contract signing. It was really uneventful. Nikki talked some shit and slapped Ronda, and Ronda just kind of took it and walked away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why didn't y'all fight? Why did you have that in the ring where you have the contract signed and you don't fight? You're supposed to fight and they break you apart and shit. That's the whole point of the contract signing. If you don't do that, don't do it. Don't do the contract signing. Do the pull apart. I need that. Yeah, I, I could have used the judo toss or something through the table. That would have been nice. They had, yeah, they had a perfectly placed table. She could have put Brie through the table. Like she didn't have to put Nikki through the table. She could have put Brie through the table. She could have had Nikki push Brie into Ronda and then Ronda put her through the table and have Nikki run away. Exactly. Something. Somebody should have went through that table. Uh, did you see the Lita and Trish backstage interview? I All did. Right. So. Um, I did. They were talking. They were interrupted by Alicia Fox, who was for whatever. Well, I guess she's friends with Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. So. Can I just point out in this segment, like at the beginning, she looked way bigger than everybody else in that segment because of the camera angle. She's fucking tall. Well, she's tall. She's like, she's 5'11", I believe. But the thing is, she's, the camera angle made it look so bad. Like, she just looks so much bigger than everybody because of the camera angle. And I'm like, yo, do better. I can see that. Um, It wasn't even just height. It was like, she looked like beefier and shit too like it was just like yo you need to do better with your angles WWE because yeah. while she's doing her crazy uh, her crazy uh, crazy shtick wow that's really hard to say she's crazy like um, a fox dude she's distracting Lita and Trish they're blindsided by Mickey James uh, no Alexa Bliss here uh, my understanding is uh, she oh I meant to mention this but now's good time as any Apparently, she suffered a concussion on a house show uh, in one of her first matches back from rehabbing the injury that she had from the judo tosses. As far as I know, she'll be okay to compete at Evolution, but that's why she was left off Raw. Yeah, go ahead. What injury from judo tosses? Uh, My understanding is that she actually got her arm hurt in her Ronda Rousey match. (laughs) Besides the fake fucking floppy thing is, uh, yeah. She actually was on Lillian Garcia's podcast. She didn't go into specifics, but she did say, you know, we, we work in a rough business and things happen, and uh, Ronda has a different wrestling style than what we're used to, so we, we have to adjust, and in the process of adjusting, this happened, and I worked through it. Was that the same podcast? I heard a clip from when she was talking about how, like, you know, when she first got into the business, like, what she really wanted was to have a match with Trish. Is that the same podcast? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Lillian Garcia, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's the same one. Um, and she does. She kills all kayfabe in that. Like she's talking about how her and I are still good friends, and they hang out when they get a chance, and all the respect she has for Trish and what it was like 
her calling Trish and talking to Trish uh, about the promos that she's cutting, the things that she's saying and all this. So I'm going to marry um, Nia Jax. You're going to marry Nia Jax? Mm-hmm. I'm down with that. Go for it, Travis. Uh, anyway, we get Lita and Trish coming back on Mickey and Alicia, and then they give the line. They give the line. Uh, that's how we do it in the Attitude Era. We whoop your ass. We had Titus O'Neil out for uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, he had case. six women who received pink WWE, well, pink and white WWE Women's Championship belts as uh, cancer survivors. Titus was awfully friendly with the woman who was a newlywed. Like, that's the only woman he touched. He got really close to her. I was listen, like, this kind of awkward. Listen, listen. What her, that woman, and her husband are into is none of your business, sir. All right? All I'm right? just saying, last time he touched someone white on that stage, he got uh, suspended. He might want to be careful. Wasn't that, wasn't that backstage? No, that was on stage. Oh, that was on stage. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was on stage. Well, here's the thing. With that, though, he probably got permission from her and her husband, and then they, like, you know, met later on. You don't know. I don't know that they didn't. I don't know that her husband even knows about it. He might have just found out about it watching Monday Night Raw. And then he got that it on video. Upsetting. You don't know. That would be upsetting. It happens, sir. Like, they get it on video, and then it's, you know, then it gets all over the internet, and then people are calling you. Your mom was like, yo, what is this? And you... you know, you know what surprisingly isn't all over the internet? Hmm. Our main event for Monday Night Raw, which was a tag what? team title match between Dolph and Drew versus... Bro, uh, before you said that, I'm like, what was the main event? I forgot. Go ahead. Versus the remaining members of The Shield, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. Um, obviously because he caught a Claymore kick earlier in the night. The ref gets knocked out. Braun comes down. He takes Drew out of the match which just leaves Dolph Ziggler against the Shield. Shield win this match. They are the new tag team champions. And then in the midst of celebrating, despite Travis saying it wasn't going to happen and they're brothers and they're going to stay together and all the bullshit that he's been feeding you guys for the last month about Dean Ambrose, Dean Ambrose kicked Seth Rollins, delivered a dirty deeds to him onto the titles, and then walked out. It's still fine, because you know what? Oh, it's still okay. Once <laughs> again, I fight with my brother all the time. But then other days, he randomly kissed me on the cheek, and I'm like, why did that happen? Whatever. That's my bruh. Like, it's just, it is what it is. They're going to fight. They do what they do. But guess what? They're tag team champions. Just accept it. It's okay. It's okay. I will... I will put Norillo's pizza on the line that as of Monday Night Raw, they drop those tag team titles. They are not tag team champions as of the end of pause, Monday Night Raw. Pause, pause, pause. So are you saying that come Monday Night on Raw, if they don't dissolve this tag team and drop those belts, you will send me an Aurelio's pizza? I'm saying by the end of Monday Night Raw, if that tag team is still the tag team champions and they are still a tag team, I will send you an Aurelio's pizza. I'm down, sir. I am down. Send me my fucking shit after fucking Monday Night Raw. What is that? What is that date? I'm going to look up the exact date right now because I want my 
fucking Aurelios. Hold on, hold on. That would be October twenty eighth. October twenty eighth episode of Raw. If Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins are still tag team champions with their belts as a tag team, I get an Aurelios pizza from Matt. And if they're that not, is correct. And if they're not, but then what? Then I will pick a shirt out from WWE.com. And you can have that shipped to my house. Deal. Beautiful. Deal. All right. Let's move on to uh, my favorite segment. for over a year now, sir. Hey, if I lose this, I lose this. I am fairly certain that those actions, those titles are going to get abandoned. And those two are going to be feuding for the IC title going forward. Regardless of that, it is time for my favorite segment when it comes to Monday Night Raw. Not good enough for Hulu. Let's talk about it. Uh, Ruby Riot versus Sasha Banks. Negative. Ruby Riot beat Sasha Banks uh, with a riot kick. We had Bailey and Natalia and the Riot Squad at ringside and all that getting ready because there is a six-woman tag team match at Evolution between these three, these six women. Go ahead. This is one of those things that wasn't on Hulu, but it was spoiled for me because I frequent social media and YouTube and all that kind of stuff. So I knew what happened. It just wasn't on the Hulu version. I want to point out it's my own fault, but the whole Dean Ambrose heel turn thing was spoiled for me via YouTube also because it, it, it was even in the title of the video on YouTube. I'm like, Come on, dude. Like, you could have just labeled it as the tag team title match on Raw. Did it say Dean Ambrose turns on Seth Rollins? Something like it was, it was something like that. I'm like, really, dude? Like, dude, you could have just said it was a tag team title match. You Did just... it say spoilers in the title? No. No. Okay. See, no. See, Travis, that would have made it better is if the title was Dean Ambrose turns on Seth Rollins and then spoilers after that. After that, that yeah, exactly. That would have been fantastic. They didn't even have that much decency. There was no um, word spoilers in anywhere of that. Speaking of decency, Elias versus Apollo Cruz. Negative. Did you see Elias and Baron Corbin segment? Negative. Elias turned face, Travis. Uh, Elias comes out to perform. Apollo Crews comes down to the ring. They have a match. And then Elias comes back out and says he still wants to perform. He's feeling good after beating Apollo Crews. Baron Corbin comes out and interrupts him and tells him, you need to get off my stage, blah, 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 blah. And Elias cracks Baron Corbin over the head with a motherfucking guitar. Well, shit! Why wouldn't they give me that? I don't know. And then How last is but not that least, not good you... enough for Hulu? I know this wasn't good enough for Hulu because it was a short match. Uh, we had a women's four-way match. Your future wife, Nia Jax. Your future ex-wife, Ember Moon. Your future cousin-in-law, Tamina and Dana Brooke. Uh, Fatal 4-Way, Ember won with the Eclipse. It was a short match. It was really short, surprisingly. That was actually on Hulu. That was on Hulu? No, I'm just fucking with you. It wasn't. Oh, I was, I was like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. So, as we said, not good enough for Hulu. Actually, um, 
both women's matches. Yeah. That's fucked yeah. up going on. Yeah, for some reason, women are not good enough for Hulu anymore. Do better, WWE. Well, Ronda and Nikki were on, so we had a that women's That doesn't segment. count, because they didn't even do did shit. They not have matches. They didn't do shit. That doesn't count. And then uh, Elias and Apollo with Elias turning face was not good enough for Hulu. Shame. Let's roll right into SmackDown, Travis. Shame. Shame. We started with... We started with a new day, uh, and they're all hyped up. Kofi wants a member of the bar. He doesn't care who. He ends up taking on the big show. Match gets thrown out. The bar goes over the new day, leaving them laying because the big cheated. show. Listen, listen. Well, literally, they actually cheated. They they got the match thrown out. Here's the thing, though. I It's one of those moments where I completely understand where the heel color commentator is coming from. Because every match, the New Day has a third man out there, you know? Mm-hmm. And he was just like, yo, why is it unfair for the bar to have a third man out there? You're fucking right. I get it. You need a third man. The New Day always has a third man. Okay. But the thing is, when you have the big show, that's more than having a third man. You have a You have a giant on your side. Keep in mind, when the giant was ever a tag team champ, Every fucking match he was in ended with just him punching somebody in the face and it was over. Whether it was The Miz, whether it was Chris Jericho, the match ended with The Big Show punching him in the face. Paul White's like big ass punches somebody in the face and it's over. I still don't like that finish. WMD. Uh... Honestly, SmackDown was really uneventful. Like I was just going to say, I was bored the entire time, and I was playing Ghostbuster Worlds on my phone the whole time I was watching. And this is the second week in a row SmackDown was that way. We had a rematch. Uh, strange. We had a rematch. In the the Usos versus Daniel Bryan Who and you AJ Styles. Uh, the Usos won that match again. For those of you who are wondering, Travis is already recorded two podcasts tonight and i'm sure he drank through both of those so he's well lit getting into this podcast which is probably why he's afraid of no ghost um we covered becky attacking charlotte at the pc and the smackdown officials investigation and then charlotte cut a promo and that's really all we got leading into our last woman's standing match at evolution um i was bored Rusev beat Aiden English. So I played Ghostbusters World and caused some ghosts because they bored me. Rey Mysterio was on Miz TV, which was fairly entertaining. Uh, the Miz attacks Ray. We get Mysterio versus the Miz. Hold on. Obviously, hold Mysterio on, won. On. Rewind. Yeah. You, you talked about the Aiden English versus Rusev match, right? Not right now. I've moved past that, but I, I mentioned it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why did they just give us that on SmackDown? Because I think with the anticlimactic finish to One Night in Milwaukee, they're trying to move on past it, and that's I not re- good for Aiden English. I really feel like they should have just gave us something better and just put it on a pay-per-view cause it's, or a um, special event or whatever the fuck they want to call it. They should have had Aiden English win on SmackDown to build a bigger match. At the pay-per-view. Matt, that makes too much sense. I know. 
Uh, you got anything about Ray being on Miss TV or his match against the Miz? Yes. Why wasn't it Truth TV? That's what Ray Mysterio wanted to know. Exactly. He thought he was coming out for Truth TV. Exactly. And the um, thing is, later on that night, Carmella came out like, yo, dance break, and she did the floss and everything. I'm like, yo, that's what we we're gonna, want. We're, Just do that We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Um, what I do not enjoy is the Miz mentioned how there is a SmackDown bracket and a Raw bracket for this World Cup, which means the SmackDown guys are going to fight the SmackDown guys and the Raw guys are going to fight the Raw guys. I don't and like the winners it. are going to fight each other. I think the SmackDown guys should be fighting the Raw guys. I want to see Rey Mysterio against Seth Rollins. Um, Yo. Stuff like that. Listen, if you give me Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins, you just say that match is going to happen. I have to actively fight myself to stop from masturbating at the thought of a Seth Rollins versus Rey Mysterio match. Therefore, no matter what happens, I need a Seth Rollins versus Rey Mysterio match. Well, Travis, you brought it up. Uh, We had a scheduled match that was supposed to be Naomi versus Mandy Rose. No, uh, Naomi versus Mandy Rose. But before the match got started, the Iconics come out, and so do Lana and Carmella and Zelina Vega. And like you said, we get the dance break from Carmella because she knows what everyone wants to see, and she is right. Uh, It turns into a free-for-all. Asuka's out there with Naomi. She gets the last kick in. Um, it's a promo for the Battle Royal. The only other note I got here is I'm tired of them promoting the Raw matches on SmackDown. Raw has three matches on Evolution compared to SmackDown's one singles match. Yeah. Eh. I really don't care about that Battle Royal, but I'll watch it. Even though I'd rather be playing Red Dead Redemption. Um, then to continue with the trends of, uh, useless things in the main events for SmackDown that we had last week with the undertaker coming out just to say, rest in peace and then walk away. Shane McMahon comes out, who is apparently officially actually back. Here comes the money. Uh, he mentions evolution. He talks about the world cup. There's a audible CM Punk chant when they mention the best in the world, which I I love. They even did that on Hulu. I'm like, oh, you didn't cut that out? I respect you for that, WWE. Shot down, stand up. Shane clearly says, I don't think he's scheduled to be there. Um, Listen, listen. I know CM Punk's not coming back. But very few things would make me happier than a tournament to determine the best in the world. And CM Punk shows up. Here's the thing, you can't really Shot have a tournament, a tournament to determine it. the best in the world without CM Punk or Chris Jericho in it. Like, you listen, I, I just want, I just want CM Punk in it. Chris Jericho shows up. Listen, <laughs> like, oh my fucking god! Like, <laughs> I don't give well, a shit about Crown Jewel right now. Do you understand this about me? I don't give a fuck. About Crown Jewel, we get if Braun Strowman beats Brock Lesnar. I will care about Crown Jewel, but until I see that happen, and until they do yeah. not put the Universal Title back on Brock Lesnar, outside I'm with- of that, I don't care. I mean, we got we got the fucking Brothers of Destruction versus you know D- DX, but 
in a buried alive match. It's not. That's the problem. And we got we got like you know Shawn Michaels where he's like you know geriatric and on one leg and a half, and and still better than everyone on the roster. Well, because these people in the current roster just don't understand. Like we we'll talk about this when we get into the fucking you know matches that we were gonna discuss with Sasha and Bailey and you know Trish and Lita. The art of not just having spots, but telling the story in their match. When people, okay. When people understood that, instead of just, you know, I'm going to jump off of this thing way up here, and I'm going to kick out of three finishers, because that's good. No, it's not. It's not. Uh, anyway, Shane McMahon was out there basically just to announce the main yeah, event. Which about Shane. I forgot. <laughs> was dumb. I'd rather have Paige than Shane, to be honest with you. So would I. Uh, our main event was Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy again. Randy Orton beat Jeff Hardy again. Both guys are in the tournament. So now we have had basically two of the matches from Crown Jewels World Cup being Rey Mysterio and The Miz and Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy. We don't know that those are going to be the matches, but those are two possibilities of matches. And we've seen Rey Mysterio beat The Miz and Randy Orton beat Jeff Hardy. I don't care. That's it for SmackDown. SmackDown went from being the best show week after week after week to just, I don't Maybe well, it's Samoa Joe's injury. Maybe it's the lack of what they're doing with Charlotte and Becky because I really feel like they should be building Evolution way more than they're building Crown Here's the Crown thing Jewel. about SmackDown because we know this for a while. SmackDown has always been the show where they put in the work. And Raw has always been the show where they put on the spectacle. And when you don't have either one, what the fuck do you do? Uh, you tell me who's losing this week. That's what you do, Travis. Who is jobbing out this week? Who is jobbing out this week? I would say. Can it be two people? Can it be AJ and Daniel Bryan because the fucking Usos beat them twice in a row? They were a tag team. I'll let it slide. Listen, I am a huge fan of the Usos. I enjoy the Usos. Every time they get a win is a win for me. I'm not Samoan, but God damn it, I love the Usos. I'm going to go with Bob Lashley. Bobby! Despite his heel turn, despite getting back on Monday Night Raw on Hulu, still lost to Finn Balor in what should be a push for him because we are going. I mean, I obviously see they're setting up Drew McIntyre. You saying he's going over? He's jobbing out. Huh? You saying he's going over? He's jobbing out. Oh, he's jobbing out. That's who I'm going with. Is jobbing out. Okay. Because he lost to Finn Balor when they should be pushing him. Uh, Who's going? Who's going over, Travis? I thought I said the Usos were going over. You said Daniel Bryan and uh, AJ were jabbing out. Oh. Are the Usos going over? I'm drunk, dude. Um, Drew McIntyre is going over, dude. I'm going to go with Dean Ambrose. 
It's a good Just because he's going to give me a free shirt from uh, WWE.com. It's not happening. I want my fucking pizza next week. Oh, you don't know how bad I'm craving Aurelio's. You really don't know, sir. Here's the thing. Right. I'm craving it to the point where even if I lose, I will get it freeze-dried and delivered to me. I want it so bad. What I need from you, Travis, is uh, predictions. I sent you mine. Let's uh, do I it. Racks. I don't. I didn't see him. I saw the email come through, but I didn't look because I was recording another podcast. What's up? Uh, we'll start with the women's battle royal. I'll read you the list of participants that. Ember have... Moon is winning it. Go ahead. Okay, you and I both agree on that. We both picked Ember Moon, and uh, the rack picked Michelle McCool. Well, the nope. racks of fuckwad. So go ahead. Uh, six women tag team match: Natalia and the Boston Hug Connection versus the Riot Squad. Wait, wait, Natalia. And the boss. And hug connection. So Sasha Natalia, Sasha Bailey versus who? The Riot Squad. Oh, yeah. Boss and hug and Natalia win that shit. All right. Uh, you and the Rack agree there. I'm going Riot Squad. They've been pushing them. Uh, also, I just want to point out that we had a discussion earlier, and I never came to terms with what I wanted for you, but uh, Sasha and Bailey are still together. They never broke up. Just want to put that out there. You never said what you wanted, so I know. I'm just saying, there's no bet well, I there. Didn't, I didn't win either because they didn't have a lesbian love story. Like, so it was, yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, up. you're right. It was like it was literally a one sided bet. Like it's just, I get what I want, but you don't get anything because you didn't say what you wanted. So this match was rumored. I don't know if it's happening or not. Uh, you don't know the competitors anyway, so I'm just going to say it. The Possible match for Evolution, uh, NXT UK Women's Championship, Rhea Ripley versus Isla Dawn. I have a question. As someone who doesn't watch NXT frequently or at all, okay. will there be a match that involves a certain superstar named Bianca Belair? Not at Evolution unless they've put her in that battle royal. Because I've seen clips of Bianca Belair. Oh, you'd like Bianca Belair. Oh, I've seen clips of Bianca Belair, and I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, give me more of that. So where the fuck is she at? On NXT, maybe you should start watching. I'm not she gonna... is undefeated. I'm, I believe you, because she's fucking awesome. Let me tell you something about black people. She is the EST of NXT. What does EST stand for? She's the S. She's the toughest. She's the strongest. She's the fastest. She's the best. She is the EST of NXT. I believe that shit because she's fucking amazing from what I saw. My thing is, I have this theory. Call it racist if you want, but whatever. There are no bad black wrestlers in WWE. Because, huh? What'd you say? Titus O'Neil. He's not bad. Let me tell you why. I'm going to get there. Just wait. Because it's one of those things that we refer to as the black tax. You got to be twice as good to get half as much. So who is, let me ask you, who is the worst white wrestler on the raw blank on the raw brand? Uh, white wrestler on the Raw brand worst. It's hard to say. 
Um, Kurt Hawkins. Imagine a black wrestler in his spot. How long do you think they last? Technically, Titus is in his spot. He's not, though. Because how often does he actually on Raw? About as much, uh, a little more than Kurt Hawkins. Because he has the Titus Worldwide brand. Because he created that for himself. You know why? Because the ones that don't get over have to create stuff for themselves. My thing is, if you're not actually good, if you're not great as a black wrestler, you don't make one of the shows. It's just that simple. Here's the thing. They may job you out, but you'll at least make the show if you're, you know, great. The ones who are like, you know, subpar or just, you know, whatever. They don't make they don't make the show. They don't even job out to anybody. But they just throw them in there because whatever. It's never a black guy they do that with, though. You know and what let I mean? me be clear when I say Kurt Hawkins. I'm not saying Kurt Hawkins is bad in the ring. I'm just saying he is the most underutilized wrestler. Yeah, he's shitty, whatever. But could you imagine a black guy having that spot? You know what, Travis? That is a good discussion. We should put a pin in that because right now we are talking about evolution. You're right. And a you're women's right. NXT bad. title match. You're, you're right. My bad. Move on. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Rhea Ripley is the first ever the inaugural. <laughs> I know you are. Rhea Ripley is the first ever the inaugural uh, NXT UK Women's Champion. She has. She just recently won the title because they just recently announced it. She's defending it against Isla Dawn. Me and the Rack are going Rhea Ripley Ooh. if the match even happens. <laughs> Exactly. You don't. There's a whole NXT UK brand now, Travis. Here's the thing. Got their own show. Here's the thing. I've seen like clips. I'm like, yo, I wish I cared, but I haven't seen this, so I don't know. So I don't care. Dude, I'm telling you, NXT, the in-ring product in NXT, and even some of the storytelling, as well as NXT UK, is so much better than what you get on Raw. Here's Smackdown. the thing. I believe you. The problem is, I have so much TV to watch. I have so many movies to watch. I have so uh, I, many games to play. I just I don't have the time. I I'm want to like this. I want to watch it. I just don't have the time, and it hurts. Bianca Belair, Velveteen Dream, both in NXT, both a reason to watch. Listen, Regardless of that, I've seen clips, and Bianca Belair impresses me when I see her. Give me a name, Travis. Rhea Ripley, Isla Dawn. Which one? Rhea Ripley or what? Rhea Ripley. There you go. You said a name. I'm happy. Okay. We don't even know the match is going to happen. We need to get off this. Okay. Okay. Uh, May Young Classic final. Tony Storm or Io Shirai? Why isn't Bianca Belair in this classic championship match or whatever? Because she didn't make it into the May Young Classic. She didn't even make the fucking May Young Classic? No. She wasn't in the May Young Classic. Wasn't she in it last year? She was in it last year. What the fuck? And she was so amazing that they signed her to an NXT contract, and they didn't put her in this year. This year, they had two African-American females as opposed to one in MJ Jenkins and uh, Lacey Lane. Regardless of that, Tony Storm or Io Shirai, who is Kyrie Sane's best friend, Kyrie Sane won last year. Who are you going with? I don't care. Travesty of the week. Bianca Belair is not in the Mae Young Classic. What the fuck? 
Why is that a travesty when you didn't even watch the Mae Young Classic, even it's if she wasn't? irreversibly impossible. It doesn't matter. Okay. I've seen clips. And I've seen matches involving Bianca Belair. She should be involved in the fact that she's not pisses me off. Pick a hand, Travis. Left. Okay. What happened? What uh, did I pick? Me and Travis are both going Tony Storm, and the rack is going Io Shirai. <laughs> tag, tag team match. Trish Stratus and Lita versus Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. I'll go with Trish and Lita on that one. All right. I also went Trish and Lita, and the rack went Alexa and Mickey. Uh, Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship. Say that again. Kyrie Sane, the NXT Women's Champion. I know. Versus Shayna Baszler for Shana. the NXT. Wow, Travis, you're not going to be happy about this. I think you and I have agreed on everything except the six women tag. Fuck team. you. Yeah, no, we have. Uh,. The rack went Kyrie, Travis, and I both went Shayna. Raw Women's Championship, Ronda or Nikki? Ronda. I went Ronda, the rack went Nikki. Becky or Charlotte? Last woman standing match. Becky, nigga? Give me that Becky! I went Becky, and so did the rack. No one's going Charlotte on, on that one. On this liquor, oh so heavy, before we fuck, can you Becky? So I will uh, uh, I will get Kate's predictions uh, the day of, but there you guys have it. Travis and I both, or Travis, I, and The Rack all picked Becky Lynch. Travis and I are Ronda Rousey. The Rack is Nikki Bella. Uh, Travis and I are Shayna Baszler. The Rack is Kyrie Sane. Travis and I are Trish and Lita. The Rack is Alexa and Mickey. Travis and I are Tony Storm. The Rack is Io Shirai. Everyone is Rhea Ripley. Uh the Rack and I are Natalia, Bailey, and Sasha. Or, I'm sorry, I'm the Riot Squad. Travis and the Rack are Natalia, Bailey, and Sasha. And then Travis and I both picked Ember Moon. The Rack picked Michelle McCool. That is our predictions for the winners of every match announced for Evolution. Mm-hmm. Travis, we watched two women's shows, or two women's matches, both historic women's matches. We watched the first ever female main event of Raw between Trish Stratus and Lita. It was about a 10-minute match to main event Raw, uh, which is a big deal back then for a women's match, not just being the first ever Raw main event, but going 10 minutes. Uh, we see Lita nearly break her neck at the four-minute mark. Listen, and, uh, listen. That fucking, she went full scorpion on that shit. I'm like, oh, shit. She almost died. But go ahead. I think the women of this era are criminally underrated for what they could do. This is a fantastic match, period. Not Here's just a fantastic that, women's match. that move right there, I was just like, yo, she made a, made a choice. Trish was not strong enough to catch her properly, and she almost died. <laughs> but she didn't, and the only reason she didn't is because she already had metal in her neck from when she broke it the first time. Yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts overall on the Trish Lita main event of Raw? As I was saying, it Better was a really good match. Yeah, it was a really good match compared to what I think is remembered of the women's matches back then. And yeah, that's why it, they main evented. It from. was one of those things that, like, I've talked about it before where it was just, like, not a bunch of spots. It was physical. It was everything meant something. And I enjoyed it. All right. Um, yeah, it's the first time two women ever main evented Raw. It was a landmark, what, 
Okay. We also watched the first ever 30-minute Iron Woman match between Bailey and Sasha from NXT. Travis, this is one of the most historic women's matches of all time. It's not only the first ever... Amazing. It is not only the first ever women's Iron Woman match. It is the first ever women's match to main event what's basically a pay-per-view at NXT TakeOver. And... At that point in time, it was the longest women's match ever in the WWE. Dude, it was another one of those where I was just like, yo, I remember seeing this way better than I remember. Oh, you actually watched this? You said we needed to watch it for this episode, so I watched it. No, you said you remember seeing it before, and it's way better than you remember. I'm surprised. Oh you yeah, yeah, I saw it back then because it okay. was during that whole women's revolution thing. Like they all kept talking about this Sasha versus Bailey match. So I went back and watched it. Okay. Um. No, it's one of the best matches I've ever seen. Listen, best it was, Iron Man it was one of those seen. things that once again, it wasn't just a bunch <laughs> of spots. It was everything they did meant something. And I was just like, yo, why doesn't everybody else do this? Even on the main roster. Like, Seth, and do this. You would do great if you do this. Dean, do this. Why wouldn't you do this? Why aren't you doing this? Do better. Roman, do this. Why aren't you doing this? Do better. Everybody, do this. Why aren't you doing this? Do better. Travis, how much time do we have? We I want to see how deep I can get into this. have 10 minutes. Okay, so we can get into this. Uh, Sasha and Bailey are criminally underused right now on Monday Night Raw Listen, for the caliber of match that they the put on. The level they, of underuse with these two women is criminal. I'm sorry, go ahead. They really showed us what women were capable of in this match. They did so before this at their first takeover match, which was incredible, but this really raised the bar. It was fantastic. As I said, I'm not going to say it's one of the best women's matches. It's the best women's match, but it is one of the best Iron Man matches. Also, one of the best matches I've ever seen come out of NXT, and I've seen some amazing matches come out of NXT. I have one this problem match, with this match. When you're done, what is that? remind me, and I'll tell you. Okay. Uh, uh, Sasha going into the crowd and grabbing the hair clip off the Bailey fan who is known in NXT as the Bailey fan and making that little girl cry and just playing the heel, them working uh, Sasha's injured hand and all of the work they did with that and the story they told with that. Everything they did, Sasha poking Bailey in the eyes to get the roll-up win for the first pin and just being as complete and total heel as possible. I believe we had a submission win. We had a pinfall win. We had a cheat win. We had a count out win. They went the entire gambit. They put everything out there and they gave us one of the best matches I've ever seen, period. What did you not like about the match, Travis? The ending. So here's the thing. If you know there's a countdown and the crowd is out there even telling you when the match is going to end and the title is on the line, You hold on. You just wait till that countdown runs out. Because as we know, from the Iron Man match that ensued between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, when it's over, 
when that countdown runs out, they just start you off from like, you know, neutral corners and everything all over again. So all Sasha had to do was just wait for another three fucking seconds. And they could have just started the match over with. Why did she tap out? Don't know. Exactly. So well, that's her the, hand that's the only... Up and that was, that's that the... was the story. The story was the abuse of her hand and her injured hand, and that is what Bailey worked in I that hear you. I get you. Tap. That's the only gripe I have with that match because it seemed like that's the kind of thing... Because even then, you would be able to hear the crowd counting down, so you would know how much time you have left. You know? That's it. That's and that's that's that my only gripe. Just nitpicking. Um, yeah, it is. It, I know it's nitpicking, but it's my only I, gripe. I also believe this was Sasha's last match in NXT, so there was a big, you know, farewell for her at the end. Crying and shit. Yeah. Mm. Um, no, it was it was fantastic. If you guys no are listening to this podcast, baseball. and you don't watch NXT or you have not gone and seen this match. Go watch this match. It was very, 100% very, very, worth it. Very much worth it, yes. All right, Travis. I talk shit because uh, I talk shit about everybody, but it's it's worth it. Check it out. Um, You got anything else you want to add from either the Trish and Lito or the Bailey and Sasha match that we watched? Uh, Nothing other than all of them more physical than I remember. And fantastic. And this is, you know... Now with this first ever last woman standing match, we have a lot to look forward to. I'm pretty sure that that match is going to steal the show, though I will say, being that I have watched the Mae Young Classic and then gone back and listened to the Rack's coverage of the Mae Young Classic, uh, Tony Storm and Io Shirai, or Io Shirai also may steal the show. That is going to be an amazing match, depending on how much time they're given. There should be some fantastic Bianca Belair into it, and then she wins it all. She might be in the Battle Royal. We never know. She might come out of the Battle Royal undefeated. She was on NXT tonight bitching at William Regal that she wants a women's title match. She deserves it. it. And he offered her something, and she said it's not good enough. So we don't know if there – I'm sure there will be NXT. pay me. Women in this Battle Royal, they just have not announced them. We will see. Travis, Super Flash Hero of Tomorrow is back. It is. It'll be live tomorrow. Well, same day as this. Well, we're recording this at roughly midnight on Wednesday. So today for us, early as fuck in the morning, but okay. It won't be tomorrow for you guys. When you get this, this will actually come out after it. (laughs) It'll be today. So Thursday, (laughs) super flash year of tomorrow is dropped. If you guys don't already like and subscribe and listen to it. And you are a fan of the Berlanti verse DC universe. Flareoverse, Arrowverse, whatever you want to call have it. Have you Go seen Titans yet? I'm not, and I'm not going to. Why not? Because I'm not signing up for DC Universe. Because I, I'm not a DC guy. Even for the free trial to watch the first episode, I'm not doing it. But it's good. I understand that, but it's not good enough to have me subscribe to something. How do you know you haven't seen it? How do you know if it's not good enough? Because I'm not subscribing to something new just for one TV show. It can't be that good that I'm you don't know subscribe that. You don't know to that. an entire service just for You're one. You're assuming. You don't know that. You know what I might do, Travis? I might wait till they're done releasing all the episodes, and then I might do the free trial and check it out and you see if I want to You say that, but there. you didn't even do that with Star Trek. So what's your point? Uh, there wasn't a free trial for Star Trek. There is this free trial for Star Trek. 
Oh well, maybe I, I told you that you just don't listen. You know what? You know what? I'm done. Let's end this. We are ending it. So if you guys are a fan of the Arrowverse, Flareverse, whatever you guys want to call it, uh, the DC Universe on the CW, please go check out Super Flash Arrow of Tomorrow, where they cover Arrow, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, and Black Lightning. It is a very entertaining show. One of the hosts is fantastic. The other one is Mara. Um, <laughs> you guys also have uh, the Creation Conversation, which will be coming back at the end or next month. End of the month, yeah. 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 I need to like, make sure I set that up. My bad. <laughs> uh, look out for that. That is Johnny Jumps Grutius, Mara the Shark Watkins, and Sir Cussalot Travis Pointer discussing TV and movies and everything fun that you guys love about pop culture. I might put you on this episode. I might. I might not. Well, we'll see. <laughs> uh, so please go check that out. As always, you guys know you can check out us on Facebook at facebook.com slash group slash smacking it raw. We have just finished a tournament to determine the greatest feud ever. Uh, the finalists were Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels versus Austin McMahon. Austin McMahon won. Austin McMahon. We'll also be doing polls uh, so you guys can help determine what we are going to name the pay-per-views on 2K19 for our smacking it raw 2K19 uh, universe mode. Help me. Give me suggestions. We'll add. You can add them onto the poll. We will vote. We will pick. You know the one that gets the most votes. That'll be the one that we select. Help you can us find help Travis. you. Yeah, help us entertain you. Um, you guys can also upload any of your content on the Xbox One with hashtag SRW. I check it. I'll download it. I'll add your characters it to the roster. It should work on PS4 also. I think it's all the same. I don't know if it's shared or not. I don't know that, but I believe it is. And I'm going to continue to to believe it is until somebody tells me otherwise. Um, You guys can find Travis on Instagram and Twitter at SirCussLot. That is at S-I-R underscore C-U-S-S-A-L-O-T-T. You guys can find me on Twitter at Matt Ritter. That is at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. Tune in this Sunday. 30 minutes-ish after WWE Evolution. Sir Cussalot, Travis Pointer, and The Rack will be here Under protest because I want to play Red Dead Redemption 2, but I'll I'll be here for you because I love you. They will be here on Facebook Live at facebook.com slash creation magazine or facebook.com slash groups slash smacking raw. You should be able to find both streams. They will be there um, talking about Evolution, doing a post show for Evolution. So go check that out. Thank you, everyone. Travis, what are you doing with your tongue? Don't worry about what I'm doing. My tongue, it ain't for you. That's hurtful. It must be for the rack. I'll, I'll, I'll let him know. He'll be excited to talk to you on Sunday. That's it for us, guys. We are smacking it raw, and we are that damn good. <laughs>